0: Hello, you're listening to the Secret Keepers Club podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. So, so happy to have you here. As always, my name is Carly Aquilino. I'm your host, and we got a good show for you this week. We have a bunch of emails that you guys sent in to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. We have a couple celebrity news stories about guess who? I swear to God, we're back and we're ready to party. So, first of all, happy holiday weekend, Memorial Day weekend. Hope you guys are wherever you are. You get a little sun because in New York, it's been freezing. It's been winter time. The last three days. Meanwhile, I went to the beach last week. It was 90 degrees out for three days in a row last week. So, hey, it is what it is. And also I do want to tell you guys something that I think it it, it seems like I'm bragging. OK, it seems like I'm bragging and you know that I don't like to flaunt my very luxurious lifestyle, but sometimes it needs to be done. And I did purchase a kiddie pool. Yes, I did. I purchased a kiddie pool from Amazon.com. I don't know if you guys heard of it. It's a small business, uh, you know, su- support your local businesses. And it was fourteen dollars and I did purchase that. And that's not a flex, is it? It is. Because I'm going to have my own pool. So guess what? And it's going on my deck. (laughs) And the way that I have to, I just got it in the mail. I didn't put it even outside yet because guess what? It's raining. But the way that I have to fill it with sink water from my kitchen sink, and I'm going to have to make 400 trips to the damn pool. But guess what? I'm going to be doing laps every single day all around you bitches. So again, I I don't mean to brag, but sometimes it's just necessary. I I can't help but brag. Um, Other than that, nothing exciting going on over here. Same stuff, just holding it down with my cats. Actually, my computer broke. So my computer's broken right now. I have to take it to the Genius Bar at the Apple Store. But I, I don't know. Are they really geniuses? I think we're using that word a little too... Little too easily there. I'm like, is this just a genius or is this a guy that knows about MacBooks? But anywho, yeah, the computer's broken. Maybe I'll have to get a new one. I really don't want to get a new one because I love my my MacBook, because I've had it for a million years, but I hate getting new shit. I hate getting a new phone. I hate getting a new computer. Am I the only person in the world like this? Everyone else I know is like, oh, the new iPhone came out. I already got it. And I'm like, it's a phone. It's a phone. And I don't back up all my stuff because I'm not literally Steve Jobs. So I, when I get a new phone, I lose all my contacts. I don't know. And then and then I just start from square one. I'm not really trying to do that. I'm not trying to redownload all the apps and this, this, and that. But the reason why I really like my MacBook is because it has the HDMI cord. And that's what I use for my damn uh, HDMI, you know, plug in here. And that's what I use for my projector. So I really don't want to have to get a new one. Um, but I don't know, even though it's old, I I only ever first started using it. I think I used it three times in my life before the panty, before the pandemic because I didn't really have any use for it. And then when the pandemic happened, I said, all right, I got to start recording on my, on my damn computer here. And it is what it is. Um, but anywho, like I said, we have some celebrity news that is very interesting. And guess who it's about? It's about J-Lo. She just absolutely cannot. This is the the Secret Keepers Club J-Lo edition the last few weeks. Um, a couple of things happened in the last week, which is pretty wild. I don't know if she's if she's cleaning out her phone contacts or what, but she was seen in... Miami with bitch yes she was seen in Miami with Ben Affleck but guess who else she was seen in Miami with Mark Anthony J-Lo I know you're a diva but you don't have to play all the hits leave some for the leave some out you don't have to do all that girl You don't have to reunite with every single one. That's how you know she's heartbroken. She starts calling motherfuckers that she hasn't talked to in 20 years and and dating them and going out with them in Miami. J-Lo, there's plenty of fish in the sea for you, girl. The way that you're immortal is pretty interesting to people. I am not, that's how you know that A-Rod really, he broke her heart, that asshole. He really broke her heart because she's calling all the exes. And then the other thing that I wanted to talk to you guys about, by the way, how do you think, how do you think Ben Affleck's butt crack feels about this? How do you think his, his butt crack feels about this? Because last week there was a video, uh, not a video, a photo of her doing yoga in Miami. They were on vacation in Miami. She was doing yoga And Ben Affleck is smoking cigarettes in a lounge chair, drinking beers. I mean, the guy is the best. I fucking love him. (laughs) He just said, I don't care. He's like, I already got it. You know, Ben Affleck has a hammer down there. If he's behaving that way, when J-Lo, who's 187 years old and looks 20, is out out in the sun, in the sunshine, in Miami, doing yoga, and this man is crushing brewskis and smoking cigarettes. I mean, are, he's a legend, right? I fucking love him, and I hope, I wish nothing but the best for him. I love Ben Affleck so much. How do you guys think that he feels about Mark Anthony? You know, getting into the mix now too, because I think she was with Mark Anthony longer than she was with Ben Affleck. Um, I don't know if Ben can really handle anything, so I don't know if he's taking it well. But anyway, the other thing that I wanted to talk, sorry, guys, I'm drinking coffee. Can you tell? I'm going a mile a minute here. But the other thing that I wanted to talk to you guys about, a bunch of you sent it to me on Instagram. You sent me this post of Diddy posting a picture of him and J.Lo from back in the day, like back in the day, like early 2000s. And he wrote TBT. Diddy is so shady. He wrote TBT in the caption. And I'm like, God damn, did she hit him up too? Like, are we just all going to get back together and be friends again? To me with the Mark Anthony thing, it's like you, you guys could have hung out. JLo could have kept it. Listen, I, I get it. When people are friends with their exes, I get it. It's a person in your life. If you have an amicable breakup or years go by and you could still be friends and hang out and it's not weird, that's all good. Like, I love that for people. But why right now? I don't know. The, the Diddy thing is just, it's so Diddy, he would do that. Uh, so what do you guys think is going on there? I don't know. I need to really mind my own business, but I just refuse to. But I am a luxurious woman with a pool. So I r- relate a lot to JLo. Um, even though my pool has to be blown up and it has, I believe it has fish printed on it, unless I got the one that's just, that's just blue, but anywho, yeah, that was $14 on Amazon. Um, we're going to get right into these emails this week. I filled you guys in on my very exciting life. And the only thing I care about, which is JLo. Oh wait. Oh my God. Also, few of you told me to comment on this because you knew I was watching it. The friends reunion. Friends Reunion happened this week. Very curious to hear your uh input on this. Because I have a th- I have a thing that I feel, okay? So I watched it. It was it was really well done. It's on HBO Max if you haven't seen it. It's the first time they've all been together in the same room. It like I think they were in to- in the same room together one time in 20 years, which seems insane because these people saw each other every single day for like a decade, right? And it was very emotional and and you got to see them all and um, you know, the interviews were really interesting because there was a lot of stuff that even me as a, as a person, I watched Friends when it was on TV. That was my favorite show. It's always been my favorite show. So I know a lot of shit about it. But there were some things that I didn't know. You know, they talked about the casting process, which was really interesting. They, you know, had little bloopers that I had never seen before, and it was stuff like that. But here was my only problem with this reunion. There were too fucking many. And this bothered me and, and my blood is boiling right now. It bothered me to my core. There were too many celebrity cameos on that damn reunion. Why do we care? I don't care about these other people. I want to see the cast of Friends. That's all I want to see. I don't care about uh, Lady Gaga did it, which who, by the way, looks gorgeous and amazing. And she did a great job, but it wasn't about them. It was about the cast. Why are we trying to outshine or upstage the people who are the legends that were on the damn show? I don't give a fuck about anybody else. So I just wish that they would have given more time and done a little bit more of an in-depth interview. Cause it was a lot of like, you know, um, old, like, uh, stuff that we haven't seen before, like behind the scenes stuff and bloopers and stuff like that. But I wanted real interviews and you know they did this like little cheeky like fashion show, and like Cara Delevingne was there, and Justin Bieber was in it, and all this stuff. And I'm like, I'm really not trying to look at Justin Bieber right now. I'm trying to look at Jennifer Addison, Courtney Cox, Matthew Perry, Matt LeBlanc, Lisa Kudrow, and David Schwimmer. And those are the people that I want to look at. I don't give a fuck about anybody else. Okay, and I will fight someone. In case you haven't noticed, I'm ready to fight. But the best part, the best part about it, and this is going to be a spoiler alert, so if you're planning on watching and you haven't seen it yet, please uh, skip through, okay? Uh, James Corden hosted the the whole thing. Oh, oh, wait, also, before I even start this, before I even get into this, why were the people who they had commentating on Friends, like there was people that they interviewed, like celebrity, why did they do that? Why did I have to listen to David Beckham, who, by the way, is so hot, I will... <laughs> Ah! girl I don't know what type of juice they're drinking over there in the Beckham household between him and the wife but Jesus Christ Jesus Christ this man I would let him cut my head off with a machete okay I would let him just cut it off I don't care because I really want to meet him And if that's the way that I need to meet him, please just cut my head off. Please just kill me. David Beckham, I would die for you. I would die for you. But anywho, why the hell was he on the damn Friends reunion? I'm like, was he on an episode of Friends? No. Where was Paul Rudd? Where was the people that I really wanted to see that were on the damn show? I wanted to see my baby boy, Paul Rudd. I didn't want to see David Beckham and the guy from Game of Thrones and all of these other people that I'm like, you had nothing to do with the show. You were just a fan. What is this? I don't care we don't care. So that bothered me because it felt like they were trying to fill time. It's like, okay, then don't make this an hour and 45 minutes long, make it a half hour long and have it just be the cast goddamn friends, okay? And I will write a letter. But anywho, the most interesting thing, and this is a spoiler, baby girl, the most interesting thing was James Corden asks, was there any romances on the set of friends, which was probably literally the only question that he did ask because they barely were interviewed. And Jennifer Aniston goes, David, why don't you, why don't you answer this? Okay. And this, at this moment, my armpits are sweating and my ass crack is sweating because I'm like, am I going to find something out? Okay. Okay. And David Schwimmer, who, by the way, seems like such a nice, wonderful guy and just such a lovely person goes, yeah, we had this romance. I I had a really strong feelings for Jen in the beginning of season one. And she had, and she said, yeah, I had strong feelings for him too. And he, and she said, I always made this joke of like, a they kept saying like, it was, they both wanted it to happen, but it never did because it was like two trains passing. Like he was in a relationship and she wasn't, or she was in a relationship and he wasn't. So they were never single at the same time. And she would make this joke like, oh my God, I, I can't believe, she, I would hate it if the first time we kissed was on national television. And that ended up being the first time they kissed. So here's my thing, and I need you all to know this, because David Schwimmer just recently got a divorce a couple years ago. Okay. And Jennifer Aniston is single and ready to mingle. So I'm hoping in my, in my heart that this reunion, they saw each other from across the room and they went, now's the fucking time. And they went, now's the time. Cause they are the way that they're actually Ross and Rachel in real life in this situation is blowing my mind still. And I feel sick and I felt sick about it since I learned about it. Okay. So I'm hoping that they get back together. And if that happens, I'm telling you all right now, I'm jumping off a cliff. I'm jumping off of a cliff because I won't be able to handle that. I'm going to throw myself off a cliff, okay? And I don't know where cliffs are. I think they might be maybe California, but maybe some other ones on the way. Seems like something they would have in like Idaho or Iowa or Nebraska or North Dakota. I'll jump off fucking Mount Rushmore, bitch. If those two start dating, that's going to be it for me. Because my whole life has come full circle then. Not to be dramatic, but I will do that. Um, What did you guys think of the friend reunion? Do you agree with me? I'm like, I don't care what this guy from Game of Thrones, even though he's cute too. These people are cute, but if I wanted to watch a David Beckham thing, I would just watch, I would just watch soccer. I, I mean, what do you have to do with friends literally at all? I always forget how sorry guys, I'm drinking coffee. I, I always forget how um famous the Beckhams are because like I know that they're famous, but we're not British. But every British person I know is like, hey my cool. Dave back home. And it's like, okay, we get it. We get it. Relax. You know? Anywho, let's get into these emails that you guys that you guys sent into club at gmail.com. Here we go. Here we go. All right, I'm gonna start from here. This one says husband loves his phone more than me. <clears throat> Hi, Carly. longtime fan of the pod. Kiss you right on the lips. Much love to Robert and Stanley for my kitty and from a fellow cat lady. Well, thank you so much. Robert and Stanley say meow. They say meow. Those are my babies and I love them so much, even though they jump on my face while I'm sleeping and they jump on my face. And even though Robert weighs 400 pounds and jumps on my stomach while I'm sleeping from up on the ceiling. He he climbs up on the mantle of my fireplace and he lunges and he jumps onto my cervix. But I love him, you know? <clears throat> Cats are abusive is what the deal is. But we love them because they're fluffy. Anywho, let's keep going with this email. <clears throat> I need advice on how to quote unquote deal with my husband's fucking annoying obsession with his phone. We got into a fight about it last week when he took some cute pictures of me and my kitty for my bio photo for work. In parentheses, I'm a vet tech. Aw. And I of course wanted to see them and I wanted to see them all when he got done taking them. He handed me his phone after carefully selecting his photos and said, only swipe, oh no. I could tell where this is going. He said, only swipe that way to look at them, which of course made me suspicious. I walked up on the porch and started sending a few to myself and he immediately got mad that I was walking away with his phone. At this point, I got pissed and started yelling at him, asking why he was hiding it from me so much this opened up some old issues from last year when I looked at his phone when he was in the shower and found deleted photos of naked girls from porn sites and some Instagram models girl I know I shouldn't have looked but I just had the inkling that you know we get sometimes when somebody's being shady and I just had to look I apologize for breaking trust but I when I confronted him about it and of course he apologized and said he accidentally screenshotted them oh oh the men are menning <laughs> oh, the boys are boying. This man. <laughs> Girl, I'm not laughing at you. It's just so. <laughs> oh. Men love saying they accidentally do shit. The way um the way men will say that they accidentally did anything. When they're in trouble, they're like, I did not realize that I was having sex with that woman. That was an accident. It was a fender bender. I've called my insurance company and it was an accident. Okay. Did I take her out on a really nice date? Yes. And we danced the night away at a Ruby Tuesday. But that was all an accident. And I've I've alerted my insurance company. They love saying shit was an accident. Woo! The men are many. Oh boy. Life's fun. <clears throat> Can you guys tell I'm spiraling? Woohoo! Okay. Here we go. Okay, he accidentally screenshotted them when he was looking and that's why they were deleted he swore up and down that it meant nothing but of course it bothered me we've been married for five years and never had anything happen at all before and we're both very faithful to each other he really is a sweetheart and other than these stupid little fights we really don't have issues like this this is why it's such a shock to me because we're very open about things and literally don't care if the other masturbates and tells the other one about it lol if he was whacking off some instagram model i whacking off is such a funny thing it's it's such a rare one saying it like that, whacking off, like, like it's like lawn work. I love that. Um, while looking at some Instagram model, I feel weirder than if it was some nameless porn star, I guess, basically I've accepted that it's not really cheating, but feeling like someone who is constantly compared to the perfect Instagram model has affected my confidence around him. How will you deal with this situation? I told him overall, it's cool if he's just masturbating to that shit. And the fact that he hid it from me like crazy um and then acted shady the other day was suspicious again um he was very defensive and kind of turned it back on me for looking through his phone that one time in parentheses i haven't since i promised i never would again he said he doesn't know why he looked and he hasn't done so since i found those other pics he also was mad about the fact that last year i found deleted photos he said it was so shitty that i was trying to catch him okay so th- this is him like just reaching here um, trying to catch him with something by going as far as going in the deleted folder. I mean, I guess I'm just a good fucking snooper, you know, I've been having a hard time taking his word for it. So I told him but if he keeps denying anything is going on, we basically moved on from the fight by talking about each other's boundaries and privacy and triggers. Like me walking away with his phone brought up previous issues. For me, the boundary is the phone thing in general and how I just don't view it as a big deal, but his wariness makes it an issue. He wanted to show me his phone, but I decided I didn't want to see it and I decided to drop it. I told him if he wants to look at naked girls, he should have a good time doing that, but hopefully he'll be thinking about the fact that it bothers me. In the end, um, if he really wanted to ruin our wonderful relationship over something so fucking dumb, that's up to him. He definitely groveled after that. I just don't see any type of way about, I just don't feel any type of way about my phone and would literally hand it to him if he asked to go through it and he would find memes and cute pictures of puppies or whatever. So it sucks that he keeps making this an issue. I should mention that he's on it a lot when we're spending time decompressing after work, especially recently. When I brought it up, I said, I wish he would spend more time on his phone. Um, And then he does it for a few days and goes right back to how it was. Once I reminded him, he is good again for a while, but I really shouldn't have to remind him all the time. Why are men? Appreciate any input and sorry for the long ass email. Okay, <clears throat> I think this is something that we've all kind of gone through and in one way or another. So I 100% understand where you're coming from, where it's, it sucks. It sucks feeling. And, and I'm gonna play devil's advocate in this situation because I've been in a similar situation, not this exact one, but some type of uh, you know form of it. So I'm gonna play devil's advocate here. It I 100% agree with you that it sucks to feel like you're being compared to these people that he's interested in looking at or whatever. Okay, but I want to say one thing. No matter how much you tell him you don't want him doing it and all of this stuff, it is something that he's doing. He's not doing it to hurt you. He's doing it because he thinks it's private and it's something that like listen. If somebody looked if somebody what you're looking at when you're doing your business is not anybody else's business. <clears throat> okay. It's not your wife's business. It's not your girlfriend's business. It's nobody else. It's not your husband's business. Nobody else's business. And that's why you do it when you're in private. You do it when you're alone. It's not meant to be seen by anybody else, right? Even though you guys have been married and you've been married for five years and you have this wonderful relationship. We don't need to know everything and it's better if we don't know everything okay like listen if somebody saw me especially because my whole my whole search history is just pictures of you know of Brad Pitt in the 1990s that might cause some concern for somebody that I'm dating right it's just it's not it's not anybody else's business it's it's mortifying and it's extremely personal so i think that we should just leave everybody's phones out of it I get what you're saying where you're like, I had the sneaky suspicion, but he's not cheating on you. He's a guy, he's looking at some stuff and I'm not absolving him of any hurt that he's caused you, but it it is the world that we live in, whether we like it or not. And it is something that we need to accept. But the thing that I wanna also say, and this is something that I learned when I went through a similar situation is I constantly felt like, I'm being compared to this person, or I'm being compared to these types of people or whatever. And I realized that I was the one comparing myself to them. He wasn't, you know what I'm saying? It was me taking it personal. It was me comparing myself to them. Cause think of it in your perspective, there's men that you think are handsome and you appreciate and you think they're hot or sexy or whatever but you don't compare those guys to your husband. They're just a person that you appreciate. And they're a person that you're like, oh, this guy's fucking hot. Like if I'm in a relationship and I have a huge crush on, I don't know, let's just off the top of my head, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Okay, and I just thought of that right now. I've never felt that way before. But if I feel that way towards him, I'm never comparing. I'm never saying, oh, The Rock looks like this. uh, I wish my boyfriend looked like that. No, it's silly. It's a fantasy. It's a thing. You know what I'm saying? It's not at all to hurt someone else and it's not at all. It it would be absurd to compare a famous person or an Instagram model or a porn star or whatever to your wife. It don't it, it that's just not the way our brains work. Actually, like it we're just the ones that are putting it all on ourselves, right? So I think that that's the thing that I learned from the situation when I was in it. And I hope that helps because I realize now like, and I I feel like I say like, oh, what now that I'm older, but when I was in this situation, I was young, I was in like early twenties, you know, and, but I remember being really hurt by it. And now I realize that if you're a hundred percent with yourself, it doesn't matter. As long as you have trust with your person, as long as you have trust with your man, it doesn't matter. You need to feel 100% about you, period. And that's something that's really difficult. And that's something that takes a lot of time to do. And it's, you put a lot of work into it. But if you're content and you love yourself and you feel good and you all of these different things, you're not going to worry about what, what type of thought is out of here on Instagram shaking her ass. Who cares about, who cares? Feel bad for them, you know? And that's no offense to the girls that shake their ass on Instagram. God bless you, okay? But don't take, don't, don't, who cares about anybody else? Treat yourself the way that you want him to treat you. Treat yourself like you're the, you're the shit, you're the one, and that's it. And and I hope that I didn't, like, I hope you don't think that I'm being nasty. I'm telling you, I've been in this situation before. But girl, leave the phone. You know this man's not cheating on you, okay? You can't, We we can't control everything. We can't be in charge of everything and let people's phones just be their phones. Don't be looking through somebody else's phone. If you're married and you feel like somebody's cheating on you and you really like, oh, whatever, I get it. I get it, okay? If you really feel like your relationship is like on the line and you feel like somebody's cheating on you, then yeah, I get it. But if you're trying to find out if he's watching porn, whatever, I will say I don't like the way that he dealt with it, completely turning it on you. And, uh, you know, that's also the men are manning. The man is manning. Him saying, well, you're the one who looked through my this, this, and that. It's like, okay, well, that's not what we're talking about now. You got to reschedule this. We're going to reschedule this type of bickering when it's my fault, you gotta, I'm free tomorrow at noon. And we could talk about me going through your phone last year and looking through the folder. But right now it's about you, motherfucker. I say that it, it, if I've ever gotten into a fight with a guy and he turns it around, my, i no, 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 That's not happening. It's just not. The way that you think that that's happening right now, it's just not. We'll talk about that tomorrow. I got, I got all the time in the world, but right now it's a you fest. <laughs> um, There was another thing I think that I wanted to, oh, also in terms of him using his phone too much, I fucking hate that. And that drives me nuts. And I dated a guy, my ex was like this, where he was on his phone all the time. 24 hours a day. And when I tell you nobody was calling this man, nobody said he would be on his phone. I'm like the one person that ever calls you is sitting on the couch next to you. What are you doing on the phone? Nobody calls you. And I don't mean that in a nasty way. I just mean like you don't need to be on your phone 24 seven. And there were so many fights that we got into so many times where I would try and do something special or we would be out to dinner or we would be with my family or all of these things where it's like, listen, you got you got to put the phone away. You got to put the phone away. And I ended up like snapping at him once in front of my parents because we hadn't seen my parents in a really long time. And he especially hadn't seen them in a really long time. And we were going out to dinner for my mom's birthday. And this man is sitting here on the phone. And I'm like, I was like, give me the fucking phone. You know, when you're, you know, when you do that, when you're all mad, I didn't yell at him, but I went, give me the fucking phone. You know your relationship is you know your relationship is over when you start talking through your teeth like that. Like Tony Soprano, like, I don't wanna go water. All right. But I remember telling him, like, put the thing, put, put the timer, the not the timer on your phone, that thing on your phone that shows you screen time so you could see how pathetic you are. Because what the fuck are you doing on your phone? This man would scroll through Instagram. I'm like, you have two followers and you and that's it. Okay, what are you doing? But it bothered me so much. And I would be like, from now on, when we're doing this, we're not looking at our phones. When we're doing this, we're not looking at our phones. We're doing this, we're not looking at our phones. And girl, God forbid I was on my phone for two seconds because I'm not even a phone person like that. Like, I'm not, I don't know, maybe I am, maybe I'm not, but I was nowhere near as bad as him. And if I, like, if my mom called me, he would be like, well, I thought we were fucking using our phones. And I'm like, oh my God, can we just break up already? That part that I just told really isn't going to help your situation, but maybe to put set boundaries. That, That was my whole point of me going like that, me talking about that. Set boundaries, okay? When we're watching TV, when we're eating dinner, when we're doing this, when we're doing that, you shouldn't be on your phone, period. Um... Okay. Okay. Here we go. This one is says speech impediment deal breaker with an FMK. Okay. Ooh, this FMK looks good too. Ooh, this FMK is crazy. Okay. Here we go. I have a unique question. I have a speech impediment distorted R and L sounds, and it's just something that I was born with people can understand me. It just sounds different. I was super self-conscious as a kid, but I kind of got used to it eventually. However, I'm 27 and dating is a nightmare. I teach high school. I have my own place. I, and I'm back in grad school. I truly love everyone. And I'm so accepting of others, but I've been shut down so many times and, and have had men tell me that they're not interested in me because of the way that I talk. Oh, Fuck, I swear to God. My family and friends always remind me that if a guy likes, if a guy is like that, they're not worth my time. But I it's still hard to keep putting myself out there. Of course, it's hard to keep putting yourself out there. I totally can understand where you're coming from. I'm not sure that I need advice, but maybe good voodoo or any experience um, from people you know that might have a similar experience with a positive outcome. I'm totally a believer in being treated how I treat others, and I deserve it. Good for you. So you you know exactly that. These people that say these things, and I'm just going to reiterate what your family tells you because you're my girl. Okay. These, a guy that's going to say to you, say that to you is a loser. He's a loser. And the way that you're a million times ahead of him in your life, in every way, in your heart and in your soul, because that's all that matters. You're a good person. And you you need a good person. So by them saying that, okay, bye. You've disqualified yourself from even being an option to me. Think of it like that. They're the ones that are missing out, not you. You're not missing out on them because why would you ever wanna be with somebody that treats you that way and behaves that way and looks at people, not even just you, people like that? That's hurtful. And people that do that, seriously, what, what the fuck are you doing? I swear to God, sometimes people say things that it's just like, why would you say it? Why would you say that to somebody? There's that saying, and I think it's really, really um, important. If if somebody can't fix it in five minutes, don't say it. You know what I'm saying? (sighs) But girl, you're going to find someone and they're not even going to make you think twice about this. And you're going to be fine. And the person that you're with is going to be wonderful and love you and not it's not even going to cross their mind. You're going to be okay. I understand that it's discouraging dating, but let me tell you something. If this makes you feel any better, it's discouraging for everyone. It really is. It's discouraging for me. It's discouraging for you. It's discouraging for all my fucking friends. So I think that why is Stanley in my bedroom screaming? I'm uh, sorry if you hear him, but It's discouraging for everyone. I promise you, this is not a you, this is not a isolated incident with you, okay? I I know that that actually sounds depressing, but I think that that might make you feel a little bit better where it's just like, yeah, it fucking sucks out here, okay? We're trying to, if a man has a bed frame, we're ready to give them our hands in marriage, Okay. That's what type of shit we're dealing with out here, sister. And we're in the trenches together. I promise you. We're going to do your fuck Mary Kill at the end. Okay. The next email we have going on here, let's see, let's see, let's see. This one says, wedding drama, please help. Hi, I'm writing this to get a second opinion from somebody that doesn't know me. I've numbered the text for your viewing pleasure. I promise there are only three messages. I've been friends with this girl for years and we hang out on the regular. Long story short, I got engaged about a year ago and I'm finally starting to plan the wedding. Without a doubt, this girl was going to be one of my bridesmaids where my now fiance and I, used to live, we were neighbors with a childhood friend and my friend started hooking up with him for a couple months. We would all hang out, have dinner, go to each other's houses, et cetera, et cetera. It didn't work out, but mind you, this was two years ago. I wanna be like, girl, we're all adults, we all fuck. I don't wanna be heartless, but it wasn't serious at all. Like this is a party in plan of a wedding, not a birthday party. Um, Note after you're done reading this, uh, oh, okay. Okay, so it says, note after you're done reading this, this girl hasn't replied to me for two weeks now. See attached images for the T. Would love some insight if I should still reach out to her or say fuck it because that's just the person that I am. Okay, let's get into these. I love seeing screenshots. Okay, so this is one to be on, So this is her saying this to the girl. We're gonna name, um, we're gonna name... Okay. We're just going to say girl one. And because that's my creative instinct. So this is her saying this to the girl who she wants to be here by me, to be honest, my feelings were a little bit hurt last night. When I gave you the card, you immediately mentioned Pat and said, you would be working. And then said, you think you're going camping. I hope, I hoped you'd be excited to be included in such a momentous event in our lives, but your priorities were elsewhere. understand this comes from a place of love and I respect whatever decision you make, but I also wanna be honest with you about how that made me feel. Okay, then the girl says, I'm sorry that you feel that way. Okay, bitch, don't say, I'm sorry that you feel that way. Say, I'm sorry that I was an asshole, period. No more, I'm sorry that you feel that way. You made me feel that way. Cut her out. She's out. (laughs) I just scared the shit out of Stanley. Sorry, Stanley. Little chonker. Okay. She said, I'm sorry that you feel that way. As a friend, I thought you would understand that seeing an ex is not easy. I was excited, very excited. I thought I showed that right when I got inside the house and I mentioned Pat on our drive. It's the elephant in the room. Saying my priorities are elsewhere is truly not the case. And the fact that you think that I don't even know what to say Uh, I got to camp. I go to camp every year the same week. Bitch. It's good you're going camping because you need to take a fucking hike. Okay? She's bitch says I go camping at the the same week. Get. All right. She goes camping. Go camping the same year, every week. I'm sorry, every year, the same week. Sorry, guys, my fucking brain is is broken lately. I can't control that. And I truly felt bad about that. And like I said, I don't know what to do. I got the invitation last night and have been thinking about all the ways to come. It's still been, it's still two months away. Going camping and working are both true. It has nothing to do with Pat. I wasn't coming with excuses. It was all truthfully. And then she responds, I'm not trying to pick a fight with you. We've been friends long enough, and I hope we can have an open and honest conversation with each other. See, you dealt with this in the perfect way. As for Pat, the engagement party will not be the only event leading up to our wedding that you'll see him. I understand it's hard, and I'm by no means dismissing your feelings. Pat will play an active role in our wedding, and if you feel like that may be too much emotionally for you, please let me know ahead of time so I can plan to have you as a part. So- as I plan to have you as a part of my wedding party. I won't take your choice personally and I'll support whatever you choose. See, now you're being a little too nice to this bitch. Uh, As for the engagement party, if you could make a way to attend, I'd really appreciate it as I want to include you in the process of all of the events, but ultimately I don't want to pull you into a million directions if time can't be made. I hope you understand this isn't intended to start any issue. Why are you being so nice to her? But to simply put it, I do need to start thinking about these things as we have a wedding to plan. Okay, you were too nice. That's my only qualm with you. All right. And I know that you're just probably a really nice little sweetie, but you didn't have to do it to her like that because she was an asshole. Okay, here's the thing. We're going to go back to this girl's response about the the miss, Miss Little, you know, the Miss Little Camper. The the one who loves camping and has to go the same same week every year, even when one of her close friends is getting married. Bye, bitch. We don't care. Go sleep in a tent. We don't care. Go start a fire in the woods instead of going to my wedding. Because guess what? My whole entire speech is going to be about you. All of my vows are going to be about how much I dislike you and how bad of a person you are. And I am that petty. Here's the thing. You got to cut her out. This girl is not a good friend. And I'm going to tell you a million reasons why right now. Number one, anyone that makes someone else's wedding or birthday party or any type of special event about them, you're the fucking worst. It's not about you. Suck it up. Go to the party. Get over yourself. Nobody cares that much about you and your ex-boyfriend. I was at a wedding and first of all, three guys that I dated were there okay, which you guys know me, I'm cool with everybody. I don't fucking care. Like, I'm not in sixth grade. Why would I ever in my life let somebody from my past affect my energy today? It's not happening here. So I'm friends with everybody. We're doing the fucking Cotton Eye Joe on the damn dance floor, okay, me and all my exes. So I'm there, and I'm, I'm having so much fun, and this girl that I've met a handful of times just through friends that the friends whose wedding it was at, she's sitting there looking so depressed and so sad and just sitting by herself at a table. So I'm like, Oh shit, maybe she's like, you know, I always want to try and help you, but if somebody looks sad, I'm going to go up to them and say, you all good. Like maybe she needs a tampon. Maybe she shit her pants. I don't know. You know, these things happen. So I go up to her and I'm like, is everything all right? She's like, Oh, My ex is here. I go, okay. What's the problem? She's like, my ex is here. I go, okay. What's the problem? (laughs) And listen, I get it. Sometimes it's awkward, right? But I go, what's the problem? I said, you're letting him, him being here ruined your night. And she goes, well, it's just really hard to see him. Meanwhile, okay, they dated for two months, like three years ago. I remember when they were dating and I was like, this is weird, weird pairing, right? They just weren't, they didn't make any sense. And I go, so you're going to let the fact that he's here, meanwhile, he's out here having so much fun. I'm like, he's here and it's ruining your night. And she goes, yeah, I just, I can't see him. I go, girl, you gotta, whatever you're doing, you gotta stop. I'm like, you gotta get over it. It looks, first of all, it makes you look weak and it makes you look like the lesser person that you're behaving this way. I go, it's your friend's wedding. What are you doing? Like, come on now. And then he had seen me go up to her to make sure she was okay. And he was like, oh, you talked to this one? I go, dude. I'm like, I don't even know what that was just about. And, and like I said, if it's your ex-husband, if it's blah, 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 but the, these two dated years ago for two. So anyway, this girl was so embarrassing. I was just like, first of all, be a little bit more insecure. The way that you can't be in the same room as somebody that you dated for, for four weeks, two years ago, three years ago, come on. It's not anybody else's problem. You have to grow up. So if you make anybody's party about you, you're an asshole. That's number one. Number two, I don't like that she was acting insulted by the fact that you called her out on her bullshit. Like you invited her to her wedding. You invited her to your wedding. She brought up the guy that nobody cares about that probably forgot that she fucking, that they, they even dated in the first place. She brought him up. Here's also the thing. If you're going to a wedding and you know your ex is going to be there, just look like a bad bitch. Hello? What are we doing here, ladies? Do I have to teach you guys goddamn everything? Jesus Christ. Remember that video that went viral of the guys like, Jesus Christ? Not that hard. Look unaffected around these men. Who cares? You should be unaffected. But anyway, this girl showed you her true colors. She don't want to go because she's making it all about her. And can I tell you something? It's better to not have people like that at your thing. You're not even going to miss her on that day. It's about you. Enjoy it. Plan it accordingly. You tried. You reached out. And if she doesn't want to go, then that's fucking fine. But she's embarrassing. That She's embarrassing. Let her go in the woods, bitch. Oh, you you go hunting. What does she do? She goes hunting. To me, hunting and camping are the same thing because there's going to be animals around. There's going to be bears or deer. I don't know. I would never go camping is the thing. I'll go to your wedding, okay? Because I I don't have any plans to go camping. This bitch wants to go on a hike instead of going to my wedding. Okay, bye. Have fun, ranger. Are you a park ranger? She could get off work. She could, you know, take people for, for what they are. She's showing you who she is and it's time to move on and that's it. And that's the tea. And the fact that she hasn't answered you in two weeks, that's fine. She's out. And if she reaches out to you, don't even let her go to the wedding. Do Am I insane, you guys? I don't know. Anyway, let's get to this next one. And then we're going to do the fuck, Mary kill. And then I have a shit, crapping story, actually from a family member. It's very exciting. Okay, this one says, my husband's friends are awful, but maybe it's me. Dear Queen Carly and her Royal Highnesses, (laughs) Robert and Stanley, I have a problem that's been going on for a while and I'm so beyond lost about what to do at this point. I just want some perspective and from the best and there's an FMK included, okay? I'm 32 and my husband is 39 and we've been together for over eight years. My husband and I met with one of my drinking buddies, we'll call her Stacy. And one of his drinking buddies, we'll call him Tom. We started dating in parentheses. We were often at the same place and we hit it off pretty quick, yada, 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 bang, bang. And here we are two kids and a house later. Oh, God bless sister. Love, would love to do that. Would love to have a guy in my life that I just go drinking, 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 and then get pregnant. That's what's getting pregnant sounds like because it's entering my, my uteri. Okay, here we go. Added to this were a few other couples throughout the years, all of which have connections to my husband and his friends. We had a few years of partying and carrying on as a group, but we evolved into sporadic, quote unquote, play dates and birthday parties now that everyone's settled down and pop some babies out. Ideally, this is a great situation, right? We're all friends. Our kids are the same ages. We live pretty close. Sounds like a Hallmark movie. wrong. We all, when we all became parents, Tom and Stacy, as well as the other couples in parentheses, we'll call them the Richies and the Cleavers. Okay, those are very obscure names for a fake story. It seems real. It seems real. The Richies and the Cleavers. It's just feels like real names, but it's okay. The Cleavers literally never redirect their kids never redirect their kids when they're being assholes. And it's so hard to explain to my children why theirs, are being, why theirs aren't being, theirs are being corrected for their behaviors. The Richies, on the other hand, both have really good jobs and are workaholics and are so obsessed with money and material things that they're just not very relatable anymore. Not knocking people with money. I just don't care about having quote unquote stuff and don't know what to talk about with them anymore. Like you have five bathrooms, so- some of my clothing is old enough to drive at this point. Good talk. That's a cute. That's a cute reference. Um, but all, but all of that I can tolerate now and then. What's really been bothering me is Tom and Stacy. Yes, the OGs. Over the past couple of years, they have made a few racist and homophobic comments around us. Bitch! Not Tom and Stacy. Tom is so mean to his wife and sons, and sometimes it's uncomfortable. For everyone involved. Oh my God, I hate Tom, you guys. I don't know if they've gotten bigoted recently or if I didn't notice before, but all the protests last year really brought all the bullshit out to the surface. Mm-hmm. See, there's always people that come out of the damn woodwork when shit's going. Oh. Okay, she says, I've clapped back a few times, which has caused Tom to become very passive aggressive towards me. He goes out of his way to not acknowledge me in social situations. He'll say hi to my husband and our kids and not me, et cetera. Get a personality, dude. And the last time I saw him, he he even got kind of nasty towards my daughter um, when she didn't say hi back to him, which one, she was exhausted. One, she was exhausted. Sorry, my brain just uh, glitched. Two, she's two years old. Three, she doesn't owe you shit. And four, she's very intuitive and probably picked up on the fact that you're a dick. At this point, I just want to not. I work really hard between work and raising the kids, and I don't want to spend my little free time I have in the company of people who piss me off. Good for you, girl. You shouldn't. Every time I bring this up to my husband, he either poops it or he gets upset. He's very loyal to his friends. Like I don't think he even likes them, but most days he will continue to defend them and RSVP yes to these goddamn events. How many fucking events are you guys going to in a panty? Like. This is like the royal family kind of vibe. Okay. He tells me that I write people off too easily and that, are you a Scorpio? And that friendships aren't important to me, so I don't understand. And I guess he has a point. I've always been sort of prickly when it comes across when somebody crosses me and I dip. Don't want to waste my time working on it because even if we quote unquote worked it out, in my opinion, your character is forever tarnished, you know? Yeah, I totally get that. But the result has been, um, me only having a couple of friends who I rarely even spend time with. So I don't know what to think. Anyway, to wrap it the hell up, I'm wondering, am I being too hard on people? Should I be more understanding and tolerant for the sake of our kids and relationship and my husband's feelings? Um Also, is it weird that I'm prickly about friendships? I have a therapist, so any notes you think... I should bring to my next session are appreciated. Okay. So honestly, I'm on board with you in terms of like, listen, you gotta like, you gotta let go of people that don't, that aren't a positive influence in your life, that don't make you feel good, that don't keep up your energy, that aren't on your same wavelength in terms of any of that. Right. So you have to you, you got to cut those people out, in my opinion, since your kids are friends and your husband's friends with them, I would be around them. I wouldn't say we can never see these people. I would just never go out of my way to be around them. I would never be inviting them over my house for an intimate dinner or some type of small gathering. But if I'm around and, and, and we're in the same room together, we're at a barbecue. I'm going to give you a pound and I'm going to just say, hey, what, what's up, man? And then that's it. We don't have to go deep into conversation. What we have to work on in this situation is not letting the because there's some people that you can't just cut out of your life, right? They, there's just some people that are around. They're in your circle, they're your friends, they're your friends' friends or whatever. So you can't you can't like let them go, right? Because they're just going to be invited to the same shit as as you're invited to. And I don't mean shit in terms of like you know i just mean like the same stuff um so what we have to work on in this situation is not letting tom or stacy or the what would you call them the the brick uh, the the cleavers the cleavers the richies whatever um don't let any of these people affect you just go into it you know what they are already D- nothing we need to stop being surprised by repeated behavior in people right you already know this guy's an asshole. You wh- don't, don't let him affect you anymore. You know it, you've accepted it. He's never gonna change. He is who he is and you move on and that's it. You see him, hey man, what's going on? You still racist? Cool. And that's it. What are you gonna do? He's an asshole to you. You don't have to be an asshole to him because if you, you're just letting him affect your mood, then your husband likes him. You tried, to, you tried to step in. You tried to tell him why what he was saying was wrong. He didn't listen to you. And sometimes you just got to go, hey, this is Stacy's problem. This ain't my problem. By the way, Tom and Stacy are the two people that were on 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days that I really just, it was a fucking train wreck out there. So I, I, when I picture Tom and Stacy, that's who I picture. It's like this British guy. And then this woman who's insane. God, I love those people. Okay. But yeah, just don't, don't let people, don't let people affect your mood that nobody's worth ruining your day at the end of the day. I don't think you're wrong for feeling this way about them, but it's just, it is what it is. Sometimes you got to grin and bear it around certain people. There's been times where like I'm with my ex, I, there was one of his friends and I liked, honestly, I liked mostly all of his friends, but There was one of his friends that I was just like, oh, this guy has such little dick energy. Like everything that he did, I was like, just say it's a half inch long. Just say it's a half inch long because the way you act, it's so obvious. And I would say that to my ex and he was like, stop talking about other guys' dicks. And I'm like, it's little though. I'm not saying it's big, Anyway, you guys, we're going to do that. Fuck, Mary kill. Or should we do... Okay, so my brother sent me a shit (laughs) crappens. Okay? He's actually sent me two shit crappens, which is a little alarming. And this is not my brother that has irritable bowel syndrome. This is my brother who's... His bowels are are usually pretty regular. So, um, (laughs) because I do have... I do have a brother that he shit his pants every single day on the school bus, okay? And this is not him, but he did he did shit his pants every time we were on the bus because he had irritable bowel syndrome. And my mom would have to go to the school every day and drop off more pants. And then eventually she said, you know what, I'm just gonna drive you guys to school because what's the point? Let's cut out the middleman. We don't need to take the bus in order for me to drive to the school and drop off the pants. I'd rather just drop you off in your pants and not have to go back and forth. Okay, so this is another reason why moms rule the world. Okay. Let's see. So he said, I heard you're doing shit your pants stories on your podcast. I have two shit my pants stories. <laughs> One time I was in a Target. I just moved to Florida. I had to buy shorts. So I get to Target, and I'm walking around and I thought I had to fart. So I squeezed a fart out. Then I realized that there was shit in there. I had already drove 20 minutes to Target, so I wasn't going to turn around and go change. It was just a little bit. That was about the consistency. Oh, we don't need the details about the consistency, Michael. So while I'm pushing the, while I'm pushing my cart around Target, after realizing I just shit my pants, I pretended to scratch my butt. But what I was actually doing was rubbing it into my butt. (laughs) Then I continued shopping. And then he says another time, maybe two years ago. Okay, two years ago. So we're getting, so the first one was probably, let's say maybe uh, about 10 years ago, maybe eight years ago. I don't remember exactly when that first one would have been. Um, Okay, so maybe two years ago, I was going to work. I pull into the parking lot and thought I had to fart. Okay, so from from now on, because this is a constant theme, if you think you have to fart, you're going to shit your pants. How about we just stop farting at this point? Because it seems like you're you're not, you you can't just fart. Okay. So, okay. I was on my way to work. I pulled into the parking lot and thought I had to fart, but it wasn't just a fart. <laughs> it was basically water out of my ass for half a second. I was, <laughs> I love when people say what they were wearing. He said, I was wearing khaki cargo shorts and it left a skin. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it left a skin mark on the outside. So I go into work and I go to my boss and I say, John, I just shit my pants on the way here. I got to go home and change. And I turn around and I point to my butt. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm picturing a, a grown man. I'm picturing a grown man, picture a grown man, my brother saying, going into work and saying, I have to go home. I just shit my pants. And then he turns around and points to his butt. Like as if, (laughs) as if the boss didn't know where it would have come out of. Okay. We're redirecting his eyes to the, okay. So he said, I turn around and I point to my butt and he says, oh, wow, you did shit your pants. All right. I'll see you later. i am so done i am so done you know it's the shit crappens is everyone's involved now everyone's involved now we're we're building an empire at this point (laughs) okay um let's do this fuck Mary kill that um Let's see, let me find it. Okay, the fuck, Mary, kill that someone sent in. Okay, this one says, fuck, Mary, kill. Somebody who sleeps in socks, a CEO that's 20 years older than you or your dad's best friend. We're killing first. You gotta kill your dad's best friend. It's too fucking weird, okay? It's just too weird. He can't be in the mix. Dad's best friend is out, all right? Somebody who sleeps in socks, a CEO that's 20 years older than you. I don't see the problem with the CEO that's 20 years older than me, okay? So we're marrying the CEO that's 20 years older than me because I feel like if he is 50, he's not down with the bullshit. He's not gonna be doing this shit that guys in their 30s and guys that their 20s are doing. So I'd rather, honestly, give me an 80-year-old. That's ideal, but yeah, CEO, marry fucking the person who sleeps in socks, even though there's definitely a serial killer, but whatever. Um, I don't even care if a guy's a serial killer at this point. I almost would prefer it. And that's that. So you guys hope you have a great week. Hope everybody enjoyed their little holiday weekend and you're all staying safe and healthy and happy. And I will see you guys next week. Bye.